0: The number of requests for bankruptcy protection among farmers in Brazil's major agricultural state of Mato Grosso has spiked, and at the same time, unfavourable climate conditions are expected to significantly reduce crop yields this year. These are two ominous signs for a sector that has propped up Brazil's economic growth in recent years and makes up an increasing share of the country's export. But how bad is the situation? My name's Ewan Marshall, Deputy Editor of The Brazilian Report, and this is
1: Explaining Brazil. If you like explaining Brazil, you should subscribe to The Brazilian Report, the journalistic engine behind this podcast. We're an independent organization funded by subscribers, and you can help us stay independent and continue to produce award-winning journalism. And if you are already a subscriber, you can go the extra mile and join our Buy Me a Coffee fan page. In return you will get exclusive perks like special newsletters and behind-the-scenes content, as well as a shout-out here on our podcast. Today, I'd like to thank our Buy Me a Coffee members, Carson Allen, Gabriel Luca, Andrei Novoseltsev, Pen Ludwig, Leslie Seal, Mark Hillary, Luis Hens, Erwin Menais, Aaron Berger, Kars Vresvik, Alasdair Townsend, Miller Renascido, Peter Abrahamson, David Dixon, José Rosy Stankovich, Emerging Market Muser, Anna Lund, Peter Suffering, Anderson da Silva, and someone who chose to remain anonymous. And our Buy Me A Coffee members come from all over the world, so please, if we for butchering the pronunciation of your name, do send us an email if you too believe in the importance of independent journalism and want to hear your name on our podcast go to buymeacoffee.com slash brazilian report and subscribe to one of the membership tiers click on buymeacoffee.com slash brazilian report to find out more
0: According to the Agribiz, an independent website that covers the Brazilian agricultural sector, the debts of farmers who have or are about to file for bankruptcy protection have topped 2 billion reais, or half a billion dollars. Meanwhile, climate conditions have hurt grain producers in the centre-west region, also known as Brazil's soy belt. A February 5th report by Mato Grosso Agricultural Economics Institute, (IMEA) estimated that the state's soy crop yields will be down by about 15% this year, compared to the last cycle. Luis Henrique Menges wrote about the credit struggles affecting Brazilian agro, and he's a co-founder at the Agribiz. And he's also our guest on the podcast this week. Luis, thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks, Hio. It's a pleasure to be here with you today.
0: And Luis, before we delve into the specific subject of today's episode, can we just take a step backward and maybe try and contextualize the significance of Brazil's agribusiness for the country's economy as a whole?
2: Agribusiness accounts by almost a third of Brazil's GDP, considering other supply chain and it's responsible for the national trade surplus. Without agriculture, Brazil would have a deficit of about $50 billion on the trade balance. So it's uh, very important to Brazil.
0: Yeah, and in the first quarter of 2023, Agribusiness made headlines by, you know, posting huge growth of 21.6%. And that actually was able to push overall Brazilian GDP growth in the first quarter up to 1.9%. But how has it fared in the quarter since then?
2: Since then... We've done well. The latest data available shows agriculture growing almost 9% in the third quarter of last year due to a record corn and sugar cane harvest. By the way, last year Brazil surpassed the U.S. for the first time ever as the world's largest corn exporter. We're already the biggest exporter of soybeans, coffee, sugar, beef, and chicken. So Brazil is definitively a food powerhouse.
0: And what's the outlook looking like for this year? The
2: outlook for this year is not so promising as it was in last year because a severe growth has affected the most important producing regions, including Mato Grosso, the biggest one. So we should see a drop in the nation's grain production, which will certainly impact in the sector GDP.
0: Right, but I mean, Agriculture Minister Carlos Favaro said this week that, quote, agro is in crisis. Is the situation bad enough to call it a crisis?
2: Agriculture in Brazil is so huge that we don't have a short answer for that. The Agriculture Minister fixed his remark in in the following days of this interview, and that you mentioned. He said the entire sector is still far from the crisis. The farmers who struggle with at Roof and Mato Grosso may be in a crisis because they may see their production falling by 20%, 30%. It's a big one. But in other regions, like in the south of Brazil, production will increase compared to last year. And when we look at other commodities, like sugar and coffee, their producers are, ha- are having due times to amid rising crops and prices.
0: And yet some commodity prices have dropped recently. Um, and as we've shown at the Brazilian report, Brazil's record trade surplus came from massive volumes sold rather than actual high prices. So how much are the post-pandemic drops in soybean and corn prices affecting the margins for Brazilian farmers?
2: margins certainly have fallen a lot. For soybean farmers, margins should halve it on the current crop, and the situation is even worse for corn producers. But we may see margins recovering this year, especially in the second half, as fertilizers and agrochemicals prices have dropped over the past year.
0: And it's also forced the price of land for farming down, right? How does that work?
2: Yes for sure in grain producing regions a piece of land is negotiated in bags of soybeans so that's a direct correlation between grain and land prices but land prices usually fall or increase at a slower pace than commodity prices liquidity on this market is lower so prices don't move so prices don't move so fast
0: and Louise, what about the impact of El Nino? Because I think throughout 2023 we heard this weather phenomenon was affecting conditions. But how did it affect agriculture, um, and is it still affecting agriculture?
2: Yes, a lot. And this, but this El Nino, El Nino this year is particularly severe, and all the all the problems we we've, we've seen in the soybean crops in Mato Grosso. It is caused by El Nino. And on the other hand, El Nino has been good for South producer and also Argentinians. So the climate issues is the most important thing to define how big is Brazilian crop this year.
0: And so what was the difference then between how it affected Mato Grosso and the center west of Brazil? And then, as you mentioned, how it affected uh, farming in the south of Brazil?
2: El Nino has impacted in different ways when it comes to Brazil. In Mato Grosso, for example, which is our our biggest producer of soybeans and and corn, it caused less rain, which was bad for for crops. On the other hand, in Rio Grande do Sul, which is also a big producer of grains, the rain was more frequent than in the past, and it helped the, the productivity of grains.
0: And just moving on a bit, uh, in 2021, Brazil's Congress approved the so-called FIAGROS, which are investment funds in agro-industrial productive chains. It's like an investment vehicle that works like real estate investment funds, and it's quickly become a kind of important instrument for raising capital. I mean, how are investors reacting to these issues that are facing farmers?
2: They are very worried. We can see these concerns looking at those food prices as they are listed in the Brazilian stock exchange. There, there's a relevant portion of investors that are leaving these funds. At some point, it's natural because it's the first big production drop in the Fiagro era.
0: And Louise, you wrote an article about this spike in farmers requesting bankruptcy protection. Can you just explain what's going on there? What's the situation?
2: Oh, some 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 farmers, especially in Mato Grosso, have filing for bankruptcy. It's not a common thing, but it has increased last year. When it comes to bankruptcy on the farmer field, it's not a big issue. Of course, we've seen last year more and more, especially in Mato Grosso, filing for bankruptcy. Why they are doing that? Because these farmers have more debt and when prices dropped last year, they they have a struggling with to how to pay this debt. But it's a problem affecting some agricultures, not all of them. We've seen an increase. Uh, the last data shows 80% 80, 80 agricultural farmers filing for bankruptcy it's very big but it's not very big when we compare it with the Brazilian agriculture we have at least 400,000 farmers in the competitive agriculture in Brazil so 80 is not so
0: big and so how bad are the solvency and liquidity risks at the moment in Brazil I mean is there a systemic problem in Brazilian agribusiness or I mean maybe is this something like a drop in the ocean as you're saying
2: oh yeah it it's not a systemic problem, it's important to say. People are worried, which, which is natural, but it's not a massive problem. Brazilian ministry and central bank have been chasing the situation closely. As far as we can see, it's not a big issue. But unfortunately, we may see some farmers leaving the activity in all of them, and Brazilian agribusiness is healthy to deal with this crisis.
0: Luiz Henrique Menges is the co-founder of The Agribiz, an independent website that covers the Brazilian agricultural sector. If you like Explaining Brazil, please give us a 5-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on YouTube, don't forget to like the video and subscribe to our channel or better yet, subscribe to The Brazilian Report, the journalistic engine behind this podcast. We have a subscription-based business model and your memberships fuel our journalism and keep us going and growing. And thanks to our subscribers, we've been able to cover Brazil and Latin America extensively. And our work has won and been shortlisted for several international journalism awards. More recently, our newsletters won the best newsletter prize in the Americas from the World Association of Newspapers and News Publishers for a small or local newsroom. And in order to keep doing this work, we need your support. So go to brazilianreport subscribe. I'm Ewan Marshall. Thanks for listening. And Explaining Brazil we will be back next week.